You don't. How lucky you. Love Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer, Beamer Blog. I can't talk this morning. Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale. So this is of course Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday, April 14th, if you can believe it. And I'm calling from the Pacific Northwest, Portland area, and it's freezing today. I think it's about 30 degrees. And we had snow a couple of days ago, and still snow up in the hills. And probably this weekend it'll be 70 again. So who knows? This time of year is a little bit bipolar. Um, but I'm loving it because the, the sun is out today, even though it's cold, so I'll take it. Um, I'm super happy to be with you all today and with my co-hosts I've got. It's going to be a really great call. Um, before I say hello to them, I'd like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always are going to have um, some information you're going to want to write down, an event coming up, somewhere to find something. Um, just want to be ready to write those down when we get it. And um, we should have some time at the end um, today to ask your questions. Um, so be sure to press 1 if you want to chat with us. We have been kind of watching Facebook and getting um, some ideas there about what you all want. because This is our monthly, this is our special um, monthly usage talk with Dr. Marley Spunk. Um, and so we already have some ideas of, of kind of the, the big questions that we get a lot. So we'll probably focus on that, but we'll definitely hopefully have some time for um, questions at the end. Um, all right, let's say hello, hello to my co-hosts. I've got Cindy with me this morning. Hi, Cindy. Good morning, Rainy and Dr. Marlies and everyone else. I'm not going to talk. I want to get into it with our doctor. <laughs> good and good morning, Dr. Marlies Funk. Thanks for being on. Good morning, Cindy and Rainy and every all the listeners out there. Uh, I'm excited to be with you all. We also have the bipolar weather here in Virginia for sure, <laughs> uh, but but currently we're on the upside of it because we're I'm sitting in the sunshine here and. And, um, you know, getting the best out of this call, also getting some vitamin D in me. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to be answering questions today, and we'll, we'll do that together, of course. And, um, yeah, let's, let's make sure we answer a lot of questions that, we freak, that frequently pass by, and some of our um, IBDs wrote in the uh, horse Facebook group, which is always a good place to, and protective place to, uh, to answer questions, you know, to the, the Beamer Equine family. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to, to not be as lengthy as usual, so we can do a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But before we get to all that, though, I do want to remind anyone, if you're, if you're trying to ask questions, this is not the place for specific, um, you know, medical usage questions. Um, 
if you have anything about a specific condition or or how to use this on a you know a specific course for a specific thing this is this is not the this is not the venue for that that is that you need to go to the um you know horse set usage compliance and it will go to Dr. Marley Sonk and she will answer you from there this is more we're going we're talk we're going to talk in general here about how to use beamer um, with your horses. So, so just so everyone knows kind of what we're doing here today. So I think, you know, we've talked a little bit about this ladies. Let's, let's maybe, I'm going to turn this over to you, um, Dr. Vonk, and let's just talk about the fact that there are no protocols. <laughs> Cause I think that's one of the questions yeah. we get a lot is how do, how do I, what do I do for this? And, and what do I do for that? And, um, what do I do for a racehorse or what do I do for a jumper or what do I do for, you know, it, fill in the blank. So maybe let's just kind of start with our basic, there are no protocols talk. Yeah, that is, that is the biggest thing for people to understand that um, even a five minute Beamer horse session uh, with the blanket improves blood flow in the whole body. And um, so that, that is the basics of the Beamer science. So everyone should at least, you know, know the, 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 the basic science uh, through the science videos and in Academy e-learning, et cetera, uh, and soon to come equine Academy. But the fact that we have no protocol beyond, beyond those five minutes, which is, which, you know, I would say is, is good for a hundred percent of the horses at, at any given time. Um, you know, except for if they're on their strict medical care or anything like that. But, uh, you know, the, the body is an individual. Every, every body and, you know, mind and soul, you know, in it is, is an individual and is going through unique experiences in life. And a horse, uh, you know, a horse has different, you know, we don't have a standard horse. We have young horses, old horses, anything in between. Um, we have horses that, that do a lot of work. They're in heart training, uh, you know, every day for, for hours, a couple hours, or maybe they have a really fast, you know, training, um, like 20 minute training, like race horses have, um, we have horses that don't do anything like backyard horses. We have horses that work with people like the therapy horses and they just, they have to be more emotionally tuned in. Um, they get different feet. They have different constitutions. There's different seasons. I mean, everything is different. There's different experiences in life, you know, uh, traumatic experiences for the horse. They also affect the body and the physical structure. And then, of course, there's all the, the previous diseases and injuries um, and then different management practices. You know, some horses get supplements, other horses don't. Um, other, some horses get better nutrition than, than others, you know. So there, there is, everything is different, the people that are dealing with the horses. So, you know, if one, you, when you start learning holistic medicine, like, like I have and many, many veterinarians out there, it's a, it's a more comprehensive model of um, looking at the body. And, and obviously functional medicine doctors do this too and acupuncturists and for humans, et cetera, they do this too. And in the equine field, you know, body workers do this a lot and, um, you know, chiropractors. We look at the horse more from a, from a holistic principle that you calculate in all the internal factors and external factors that could be influencing that horse plus the history and, and the constitution and the breed and the age, et cetera. 
And so if you start looking at it that way, you will have a plan that looks a little bit different for every horse because you, you know that what works for one horse will not work for the other. And, you know, the, the simplest um, example of this is, for example, when we study traditional Chinese medicine, which is as one of the branches has acupuncture and um, a certain type of massage called tuina and then Chinese herbals, which are extremely powerful um, to help with the horse's imbalances. And a lot of horse owners have had acupuncture done on their horses, so they know how powerful it is. Um, but that is individual for a- every horse. Like, there's not a cookie-cutter protocol for, you know, if a horse has this and this condition, you will do this, and the other horse has the same condition. You will do a different treatment for each horse. And and that is just what the Beamer, um, the Beamer is a holistic therapy tool, and it addresses the whole body. It doesn't a condition or disease or specific constitution or, or specific age. It just helps the blood vessels do their job better, so it helps and helps self-regulate the body through the nervous system, through the autonomous nervous system, the independent nervous system, and the body is going to do with that information what it's what it can do at that time, what it, you know, the resilience that it has to do that, the beamer is going to help with that. So we just need to give the input and then see how that horse's, horse responds and see if we can come back with the beamer, uh, like, you know, once a day, twice a day, uh, maybe several times a week. Uh, but we just have to understand that the beamer science, is such that in one session, and that's even at the five-minute session, the program one for the horse blanket, is already improving the blood flow in the whole horse like you see in the blood flow video. And um, I I would love your um, input on that as well, Cindy. Well, yeah, I was just adding that, you know, five minutes makes a, a very profound physiological impact and in it lasts for hours we don't you know we don't necessarily know for horses how long it lasts um, scientifically but you know observationally we've seen that it will last uh, for hours similar to you know what we find with humans which is a little more well documented but I think um, one of the first things that that I wanted to comment on in this whole context is that as a as a licensed practicing veterinarian that you can treat horses with femur but um anyone else who is not so licensed um doesn't treat with femur people or horses you do applications you do sessions you, we don't talk about treatment now just because it's an equine device, it is an animal medical device which is registered with the FDA. So we are monitored in that capacity. So keep in fact, keep in mind that you know that we want to use the correct language and terminology in that regard, please. Um, I, I it, what I think. What the common denominator was in in your opening comments, Marlies, was to say that uh, I feel pretty confident that we can always, that we know that we should always start with program one, five minutes on the blanket. And that is, um, in my experience anyway, it's always been um, 
applicable. Um, now, the timing is what's interesting for people, and it will be different with every horse too, but to say, should I use it before or after? Um, and I know we, we don't want to make too many correlations between horses and people, but horses are athletes, and with human athletes, we talk about people, if you want to warm up before your competition, you use the Beamer before. And if you want to help uh, recover afterwards, you use it uh, again. And you might use it at a slightly lower level. So I think perhaps there's some general principles that you might go into. Um, every horse is totally different. Some horses are laid back and relaxed anyway. Some horses are so hyper because they know it's, you know, it's performance day for them, and that's going to get them mentally all jacked up. Um, a horse like that, you know, one, one who's laid back and relaxed versus one who is uh, super hyped, um, maybe um, give some examples in your experience, Dr. Marlies, as to whether or not you would use um, Beamer beforehand or afterwards or both, please. So basically any time that the physiological status of the horse changes, you could do Beamer. And and that is but that is equal for the for the human. So so that, that is just my first my first thought about this. Obviously before training the horse is in a different condition than after training. After training, it's, right. it's got lactic, lactic acid and it's exhausted. It may have some, um, some micro trauma in the muscles because that's how training occurs from muscles, muscle to actually get damaged at the microscopic level. And then the muscles become stronger and better and, you know, more resist, resilient. So um, every time something different happens or the state of the animal happens, you could technically do Beamer. Of course, you need to keep in mind, like just like you said, the, the Beamer effect lasts for several hours. Um, in humans, we know 12 to 18 hours. That depends on, on that particular person. You would have to measure specifically. In horses, we cannot say because we don't have that specific data. Um, but it will be similar to that in that, in that range. Um, I hear some people say it's for uh, the blood flow remains improved for days. I actually disagree with that strongly because, first of all, we haven't measured it. Second, I think there is a difference between the blood flow being improved and the results of the Beamer session, the results of the better blood flow. So basically what happens is you, quote-unquote, administer a Beamer session. It's like, you know, we cannot say that we give a medicine because that's not an allowed claim, but let's say we dose a supplement. It's like dosing a supplement. So we're dosing Beamer, even if it's not a medicine, but just to give, get you in the mindset. So we're giving this information, like a supplement is information too, a medicine is information too. So we're giving that information, intelligent information to the body. The body is going to absorb, absorb that and work with that information. So even if the blood flow is improved for a certain amount of, an X amount of hours that day, the effect can last much longer because something in the body may shift for the better. 
Um, so, for example, any discomfort may may go away for a certain amount of time. Uh, if it was a very mild situation, then that may go away forever, you know, or until the next time the, the trauma or the exercise occurs. For example, if if it's like a, a saddle-related issue, that may that stimulus may happen again, right? But the next time that the saddle comes on the horse, it's still not a fitting saddle. There's going to be discomfort again, even if it was right. taken away from 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 the from the beamer session. But so I'm saying, the blood flow may stay improved for an X amount of hours. The effects may last lot, much longer. And we sometimes hear this in people. You know, they uh, they you know you have say a, a knee issue and um, you get a beamer session, and and then that knee issue may stay away for weeks, and then and then and then boom, it pops up again. You know, so so there, but it doesn't mean that the blood flow stays improved for weeks. You know, of course it doesn't. So that's that's kind of a premise to to my my answer. As far as before and after exercise, um, you should work your your horse up to that. So in the beginning, I would not you know try to do my horse before and after uh, training or or competition. Um, right from the bat, I would just start at home and 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 try to get my horse used to all the three different programs one at a time, and um, see what my horse likes and how it responds to it. And and also the other terminology that people um, you know kind of mistake a lot of times is is that they say let's see how the horse reacts. And I think there's a huge big difference between responding and reacting. So. The way I teach talking about Beamer is let's see how the horse responds because responding to something, in my opinion, is, is more favorable than reacting. It's more like the adverse effect you don't want to have. And we can have a reaction to Beamer if we do it too much and too long and too strong all at once. We can have, you know, some adverse reactions as well and and we, i get those reports sometimes as well uh unfortunately there is overuse out there in the field but this is a good answer to your question but rain um but i would i would say if you have a horse that is regularly exercising and competing maybe two i would start you know in the comfort of your barn and get your horse used to all the different programs and then just experiment what works for your horse. Some horses like a P1 before riding, and some horses like a P3 before riding, or and then and then afterwards either a P1 or P3. Like you don't know, but some horses actually own. Like I get reports from the riders that I deal with that some other horses only need a session in the evening before because otherwise they feel their horse is too energetic. So. You see how kind of that's impossible to kind of answer that question. Absolutely, and that that's what I wanted you to do was to give some examples. <laughs> well, let's let's take that a little bit further because I'm looking at the questions on on the Facebook page that all of these were related to uh, uh, speed competitions, if you will. Well, except for the pregnancy one. So, but so to the. You know, depending on the discipline, whether you're talking about, you know, track racing or, or standard bread um, or barrel racing, things like that, there are typically there are rules about uh, that might be specific to that track about what you can use and when. 
Um, and so um, I just want people to be mindful about that or to be aware of that because that's going to dictate what, you know, how soon before uh, a race or competing that you might be able to use a therapy like Beamer. So I don't know yeah, if you want to is, comment. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I don't know about the specific rules at every different discipline or different tracks. That's for, that's for people to figure out. Um, you know, obviously Beamer is an FEI, you know, the, the, the International Equestrian Federation supported therapy because it's so low in intensity. So it can be used on FEI horses. Uh, obviously, if you are at a show with FEI uh, competition, you the barns are restricted, so you need to have approval to get into the barns to begin with. But it is allowed if they do have a beamer or if you are working in those barns, then that is allowed. Um, there are restrictions for some endurance competitions, like you can't. I think you cannot use the beamer 24, 48 hours before. Uh, right. They just don't want anything used, and some racetracks and other places may have other restrictions. So that's up to the individual independent beamer distributor to figure out. Um, you know what? I work a lot at um, Hunter Jumper Jumper, the Shaw shows, barrel racing shows, and um, there there is no restrictions there as far as applying the therapy. Um, you know, we do demos and and we talk obviously to our or riders that use Beamer. Um, but what I would say is, you know, in in a way, I feel that Beamer, like we ourselves have a restriction as far as in how long you do the sessions for. Um, I personally have a problem when people, you know, apply to Beamer for longer than, you know, 15, 20 minutes at a time. Um, you know, yeah. this, this is a, a strong teaching of Dr. Burka, and, you know, we can invite him back in or, you know, um, obviously we're going we're gonna to ex- talk about this extensively in the Equine Academy when it comes up and make sure, you know, when it's, it's done in the second quarter, by the second quarter it should be, it should be um, able to be attended. Um, but, like, overused like meaning too much Beamer in one session is just not appropriate. It's overstimulating the body um, and the nervous system. And like I usually explain this to people by saying, you know, so for example, if, if I want to get something done from, from you all, for example, I want to get something done from Riney, and I just, I just ask Riney to go do something, you know, go, go, go outside and go to your car and, you know, get your registration from your <laughs> from your glove box or something. But if if she has already done that, and I keep on saying that, like, why would I do that? I would start really getting really anno- annoying, right? Riley would say, "Well, I I've already done this," but I would continue to say it, and that's that's how how it is to to do Beamer for too long of a time. And the other comparison I make is is when. Um, People want to, you know, do higher, higher is better in Beamer, right? Like we always do P3 or we do P3 twice or whatever um, because it's going to give my horse more energy um, is, 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 is I think what they're thinking. And so I'm saying, okay, well, what if, what if I asked you to go do something and I would start yelling at you right away? Like, you know, go do this. 
and um, you would go crazy because that's just unnecessary. I could simply very intentionally ask you, go do this, and you would probably go do this faster than if I was yelling this at you. So, so yeah. you know, see what your horse allows. So I would, I would actually um, invite the people, because I know there is IBDs out there that do sessions for time. So, for example, they provide sessions, uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and all the way up to 30 and 60 minutes, and they charge for their time. And I would strongly encourage these people to revisit that, and they actually can save a lot of their own time and help more horses, right? They can be more effective themselves and start doing shorter sessions and see what results they get. Well, you know, my issue with that is, number one, it makes problems for the rest of us, but, but you're, you're totally sabotaging what the benefit of Beamer is, which are the effects that it can have within such a limited period of time. And so we're talking about quality, not quantity. And if, you, if I can do something in five minutes, and you're over there charging, uh, you know, a whole lot more money because you're doing 60 minutes, but I did it in five. Um, I could think how many more horses I could do, you know, five, 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 five than doing one poor horse for 60 minutes who then rolls into detox because he's overdone. Um, another, another way that I, I have saying kind of what you did, Marlies, is to say, you know, working with each individual body, you're going to get up as close to 100% um, effectively functioning as possible. You know, and let's say that was possible to get up to 100, 100%. You know, it's not likely, but just for the point of discussion. And you can't go beyond 100%. 100% is the max. So doing it again and again and again is not going to get you 105 or 150 or 200 percent. That doesn't exist. 100 percent is all you can do. So why keep doing it? Um, that's so. That's absolutely correct. Go ahead, Marlies. What were you going to say? No, that's. I, I would love to know what you think, but that's absolutely correct. You can't go beyond the 100 percent improvement. Uh, say in block flow, if that's what even possible. What what I usually to to people, uh, because you know you you can get these concepts across, uh, is um, you know you when you do when you yourself do Beamer, and your blood flow is you know say constantly at seventy percent, say that we could measure that in their body, general in on average. And say they go up to 100%, they're going to feel like Superman or woman uh, <laughs> because they've never felt like this before, right? But um, the other thing that popped in my head, and, and then we, we can also go to some more specific questions, um, was to say um, I think you can overstimulate the body. You know, you can have something like maybe, maybe I, I don't know if this, I would have to check this with Dr. Burka, but perhaps there could be something like adrenal fatigue or something like you can really overstimulate the body. If like some, someone that runs on caffeine all the time, right? You really overstimulate the body. If you put that much energy, if you do an hour of Beamer, I think it becomes from a response, it becomes more like a reaction. Yes. The horse, I'm sure the horse is going to have tons of energy, but if that's a long-term good solution, I doubt it. 
Well, Rainy, what can yeah. So I was just going to add my little two cents on, on all of this, too, is because um, all of this is just such great information, and I love all the kind of visuals that you guys are giving because it really helps, I think, people get a good, ex, you know, a, think about it in a different way that maybe they hadn't thought about it and maybe makes them understand it a little bit more. Um, but I, I the the charging or, you know, like doing sessions by time does has never really made any sense to me, um, so I, I don't quite understand how, how that works. Um, but, you know, I'm, I might say – an average session of mine takes 30 minutes. By no means does that mean I'm doing Beamer for 30 minutes. A lot of that time is the setup, and I'm asking questions, and I'm talking to the owner, and I'm looking at the horse, and I'm listening to the horse, and I'll do the, you know, blanket first, and then I'll watch the horse's response to that, and then I'll, you know, then I'll do the cuffs, and I watch the response to that, and we're talking, and I'm, you know, talking to the owner, and we're looking excuse me, we're looking at the horse. So it might take 30 minutes, what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm by no means, doing 30 minutes of Beamer within that 30-minute quote-unquote session. Um, and so that's why, for me, time has really never never made much sense because even if I'm doing, you know, a five-minute session on the body and a five-minute session with the cuffs, um, I'm going to be with that person for about 30 minutes. I'm not charging her for my t- talking time, I guess. <laughs> so that's just time has just never quite made sense to me. So that's a hard one to kind of for me to wrap my brain around. Um, the other thing is just this, this mantra that I've been saying from the very beginning and everyone says, and we've been saying on this show, whether we're talking about human or, or horse, is start low and go slow. And there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is you have to give the, like we've been talking about, you have to give the body time to adjust to what you're doing. This is a whole new thing that you're introducing to the body and it has to figure out how to use that. Um, and, and like Marley said, if you're screaming at it from the beginning, it's going to you know, put up some walls and start you know, backing away. Um, and so, you know, it's always best to just start low and go slow. And there is just no reason to, to do more than that, in, in my opinion. So for what it's well, worth. Well, it's also cum- <laughs> So the effects are cumulative. So the fact that you're mm-hmm. doing it regularly and consistently is more powerful than saying, oh, I'll have, I, you know, I can't come three times this week, so we're going to do it all on one day. That makes no sense. It might fit the human's schedule, but it makes no sense physiologically for the horse's body to do that. And can also, and also can prompt a detox response. That's going to be undesirable. So um, why do that to the horse when you're trying? You have something that can be so helpful to them. Um, again, the questions that we got were were a lot about you know um, horses that are in a racing environment. Um, and I just want to stress that consistent and regular use is going to be more have more um, long-term benefits and as well as short-term than than trying to say how can I cram it all into one day. Um, I absolutely do we want agree, to, uh, Cindy, and 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 one more thing about that is honestly I feel that um yeah for the longevity and the well being of the horse and say that it is a racing type horse barrel racing or quarter horse racing or standard bird racing or thoroughbred racing, um, for their longevity with the consistent and regular usage, you know, with the low and slow principles, building it up and seeing, you know, adjusting the, the programs to the horse. 
uh, and just coming back at it instead of doing a lot at once uh, and using the the cuffs to your advantage, etc. Uh, because the cuffs can be used extra during the day, right? If, especially if there's areas of heat on the horse's body and the horse is getting regular blanket sessions, you can come back with the cuffs for little tune-ups to the different body areas in need. Uh, and I know, you know, for example, some barrel racers do that. You know, before they put on the saddle, they put the cuff on the on the saddle area, or maybe you know the legs need some extra support. There's you know concern of some injury. You can you can always do the cuffs extra there. Um, so that that kind of all leads to the fact that the best use of the beamer eventually is always going to be in the comfort of the barn. And I know a lot of IBDs when they get started, they really get fixated on providing sessions um, for time and you know, for money, time for money. And I think there's there's a lot of different mindset shifts that people need to make to be more successful. So first of all, we got the holistic protocol, you know, like every horse is individual. We got the um, the low and slow kind of thinking, you know, that you know, the the body needs to respond to whatever input it gets and, and it needs the time to do so. The other thing is that um, if we can have people use this in their barn, it's going to be much more beneficial because the horse is able to get those frequent, consistent sessions uh, instead of getting all at once because you are in the area that week and you need to show that you do a lot of, uh, you know, stuff with their horse, so you're going to do a 30 or 60 minute session because that looks impressive, and, and the horse is going to be supercharged. Uh, but it's not in the best benefit for all the reasons we just explained. And so, if you were, if you are able to do your job as IBD, I would, if you're going to be more successful, I think you would really always steer from the get-go to plant the seeds for people to get this in the comfort of their barn. They're going to use it on more horses than just one, the one that you can do. Um, and, you know, one commission of a Beamer horse set, you know, as a junior and then as you go along as a senior after Forest Hills, that's a lot of sessions. And um, if you can plant a Beamer in that barn or in that home, that's a lot of people they can influence themselves. And, you will you will not run out of people to work with. That is, you know, the abundance principle here. Um, so I think that's that's part of the issue here. That that why we why we get into this issue with people doing uh, sessions for 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 a prolonged period of time because they 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 want their money. You know, their their money for time. And I think if they got into this principle of just getting the beamer in these places, and of course. That's going to take some sessions to get to get there. You may have to come back, you know, five or ten times to to show the people the benefit, or maybe you have to rent or borrow a beamer to them to show that for a week or two to show them that benefit and provide the education, you know, through the videos or the beamer share app or whatever you have, um, you know, connecting them to the right people. I think that is that is part of the issue too. It's it's about not thinking that you have to be everywhere to provide these sessions. And do, do you all agree, Cindy and Riley? Absolutely. Well, you know, yeah, I 
honesty. And I think it's also, I think people get into a mindset and a rut and they think, well, all the the other products that are out there, they do this, so therefore they, they say, I'm going to set up Beamer the same way. Well, remember, we're a paradigm-shifting technology. And all the, all the patterns that apply to other products, which some of which you do have to use for an hour, do not apply to us. So this is really a way to say, look how powerful that we can be uh, if you you know, for a trainer example, you know, you don't have to do this for 30 minutes beforehand. You can do it for five minutes. That means that you can do five times more horses, for, for example, during a day. So I think, um, um, do, so I don't know, you mentioned that, uh, that Ian's on. Does he want to make a comment about the track? Ian, your, your line's open. Go ahead. And you're you're preempting me there, Miss Cindy. So <laughs> not bad right there. I'm lo- I'm looking forward to Dr. Marlise Bunk's short answer on this one. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well. But it's actually for all three of you. I find that in the track that I've got some trainers that use it before the horse goes out to warm up and even to compete. And the jockeys can feel a difference in doing that. But I find that in the different fields that I work with, like Grand Prix jumpers, for example, they they really lean on the beamer as a more of a recovery tool. And they say, listen, I think I get better response from the horses. I think I get, I, I like using this as a recovery tool. How can we talk to them? And I'm asking all three of you. And having them understand that not only is it good then, but also try and use it prior or so. Obviously not before competition if they've never done it before, but have a monitor that's very preventative, too, to kind of use it in that format as well. How do we switch them over to, to change up their routine? My question know, was almost hopefully as long as Marlisa's. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my quick answer is I would just have them try it. Because like you said, most of the most trainers that I work with, too, if I put Beamer on before they go and work with them, they can almost all, I, I've never had them not be able to tell a difference when they when they get on. You know, they start out, yep. uh, they start out, kind of almost warmed up they start out softer in their hands they start out more responsive um they're just they can get into their training faster and so i would just say hey why don't you try it beforehand because i've seen these you know i've heard from other trainers other jockeys other you know whatever it might be that they like to do it this way why don't you try it and just see how your horse responds and in a vice versa for the other as well um so that's usually what i do is you know this is what i've i've heard from other trainers that they like to do it this way why don't you try it and see if you can see a difference in your horse do you guys feel that you have more people say that they use it more for recovery, the Beamer horse set, than for prior um, warming them up and being more supple? Uh, I, have, I, I think I have more trainers using it before. Yeah. I think yeah, I think it's it's to get to get ready and also to 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 really promote that mental focus. You know? Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes I see people initially at first they go, wow, you know, my horse is too relaxed. I got to get him to get out there and run. Uh, I'm a little concerned he's a little too relaxed. And every time I've seen that, um, well, not I shouldn't say every time. There's probably exceptions. But just generally speaking, the horse being relaxed beforehand, that balancing the nervous system is going to make them mentally focused. And they're going to – 
in my experience, I've seen people end up with faster times um, by, ha- by letting the horse relax beforehand. So it really comes down to a little bit of trial and error as to how long beforehand, whether it's the night before or a couple hours before in the morning, whatever. Uh, that, that's why you want to practice, as, as Marlise was saying, practice at home so you know how your horse responds. Um, I um I really my short answer yeah my <laughs> short answer is uh, is Ian that uh, I concur with the both ladies here <laughs> and uh, and in this and in this case um and in this case where we normally say don't try this at home you want to do try this at home <laughs> you want to start you start your beamer usage at home. And obviously, I took, uh, you know, rules are there to be broken, right? We go to horse shows pretty much every weekend, and we demo the Beamer on horses, the low and slow, following the low and slow principle, of course. So the sessions are never longer than five to ten minutes. Uh, but we don't do it right before the they go out. We we do it the day before they have something going on if they choose to do so. And uh, they usually go train or something, so they feel comfortable with that. They go work their horses, school their horses. And, and like Rainy said, they immediately feel different. You know, they pick up a leap better. The horse is more flexible. The horse is more focused. Um, they're just, you know, more more supple and loose. And, um, but, yeah, it's, it's so, so at a show you have, you know, when you do demos at a show, you have availability to do so. If the horse was just, you know, before the the competition, and that was the first session uh, ever for Beamer. I would not do it. I would say let's do it afterwards, right. and then your horse can can sit on it all night and work with that <laughs> new information, and then show up tomorrow as a different horse. And they always do. Yeah, agreed. And so, Ian, you know what else I throw would throw back to you and your experience in the human athletic world. Is do you tell your human athletes to use Beamer before or after? I you know, I'm going to give a good example. So I have a former professional tennis player that was coaching um, Coco Vandewey. I don't know if you guys know him, Pat Cash, and he had a hip issue. So when we get a little bit older, we're dealing with a lot of our own injuries that we've had. <laughs> so we used it before, and he was a lot more pliable, a lot more flexible. So he really saw a difference. Obviously, when you have these issues, you can notice a lot easier than, say, some of these teenagers and 20-year-olds that seem to bounce back a lot faster. So trying to convince those guys that they need this for preventative issues is is sometimes not easy for them as an understanding that they're going to sleep better. And that's when we really get them on recovery because they train so hard and so much that they really need help with their recovery aspects. And that's where Beamer comes into play more for them. But for our old characters like ourselves, yes, it helps us to warm up. <laughs> Just like when you get on the pickleball court there, Miss Cindy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not yet. That's not yet. But, but yeah, well, again, uh, age and fa- variable factors are going to differ. But, um, but I can see, you know, way back in the very beginning with Dr. Burka, you know, talking about – as Marlies said again today, if the physiological condition of the animal, whatever it is, changes, then Beamer can be applicable both before and after. So um, we, that's your best. I'm going to get off the. I'm going to get off the call here, but something to consider too. Obviously, we're just getting out of the winter, except for the people in the Northwest. 
they got a little, little <laughs> snow on themselves over there. But, you know, we have two older horses, two Arabians still on our farm, and we like to put the beamer on them before they go out in the fields because of the cold and all the stuff and make them feel better, you know, for a little bit. And then they go out there for the day and then they come back. And we like to put it back on them when they come in, just only for five, ten minutes, just so they're a lot more comfortable because the cold makes our, our bones feel it a little bit more, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep, yep. And and you're, those horses are very lucky. Oh, yes. Okay, well, thanks, guys. Thanks. I love that. Thanks, Ian. Ian was speaking for himself, for himself when he was talking about older characters. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a great that was a great information. And and uh, you know, one more thing I would like to add to this discussion um, is that um, you know, someone today and she said, "Well, I'm doing." You know, I was like, "What What do you do for your for the horses that you work with?" And she um, works with race horses. Um, and is successful with it, and it's like, well, yeah, that's that's kind of my secret sauce. But um, you know, for the betterment of the 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 world of horses, I would like us to share information about usage um, because I think that um, we owe that to the horse. And so, you know, I think our our secret sauce uh, of the success we have in Beamer should not be dependent on usage because the usage we should share those that information what works um but we should you know whatever the secret sauce is is, is your own energy and your own relationships with people and the way that you do business and how organized you are but not necessarily pertaining to the usage because i think the the sharing of this information is crucial because we can make the lives of more horses better and so I just want to add that. Yeah. I, um, we, we have a gift and we have an opportunity. So to the extent, uh, and, but again, it's also it's how well each owner or trainer, whatever, or handler, how well they know their own horse and what's best for that horse. And they're going to learn that through not trying to do some kind of quick magic pill. We come from a society that wants to take a magic pill and change everything. Well, no, we know that Beamer more is less and, and or less is more, sorry. Uh, you know, that we work <laughs> up to gradually figuring out, I know what, what this horse responds best to, and you develop that. And you develop that by, by, you know, very careful observation. So I really appreciate your comments today, Marley. We always run out of time. We do. Um, we do. We always run out of time because uh, <laughs> there's always so much to talk about, which is why we've turned this into our, our a monthly thing because we um, we realize that it's a an ongoing issue that people constantly have questions about, um, and and in a good way. Uh, it really should be something we talk about a lot so that we know what we're we know we're doing the right thing for you know for for Beamer for it as a business for all of us because we you know we all need to do our part to do the right thing to keep this as a business for all of us and what's best for the horses. Um, you know, there's all those those parts to it. And so I think that's a, you know, a really good place to end what, what Marlies was talking about is, as far as, you know, it's important for us to share this information with each other. Um, and that's why, you know, Cindy and I do this show every week is to to help you all. And, and so we can all share information and learn from each other. And I really think that's the best way to um, to approach this this business is um, 
as a as you know as to share our information with each other. So, um, all right. Any yeah. any little final last words from any of you guys before we before we close for the day? Uh, great, no. great, great final comments there, Rainy, and and I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, you give more, you get more, and um, the 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 underlying principle should always be to serve the horses that serve us so well and so wholeheartedly. Uh, so that is definitely my um, my drive is to make life better for all horses out there, and that's why I do what I do, and and show up for these calls, and uh, and I always enjoy it. So uh, looking forward to the next one, Cindy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, both of you, and and I don't have uh, final comments because I like everybody else's, so I'm good, and we are out of time. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks so much, uh, Cindy. I love doing the show with you every week. And um, Marlies, we love having you on every month. And thank you so much for taking time to, to be here with us and, and um, help share and, and teach everyone. Um, it's, it's, it's a huge value and, and we appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you both. All right. And thanks to all the callers who, who listened. We didn't get many questions today, but I know we're, we're using Facebook, which is, is please use that. Use Facebook to, to, to get your, um, your kind of your general usage questions to us and we will address them. That's the point, is if you ask, we will answer. Um, and so please use that uh, format. It's been working really well. Um, go to Facebook and ask us what you guys want information about, and we will we will try to do our best to, to get that information to you. So thank you all for listening, and thank you to all people that are going to listen to the recording. Um, be sure to tune in to all the rest of the days on Blog Talk. They're doing really great things on all the other days, but we will meet you all back here next Thursday. Thanks so much, you guys. I hope you have such a great week. Bye, Cindy. Bye, Marlies. Thanks for being on. Bye-bye. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, Here's to your health.